Hello and welcome back to another episode of the DFS Today podcast and The Advantage. I am your host, Michael Fiddle. Today is Saturday, November 26th, which means today's episode is a quick one to gear up for tomorrow's Sunday main slate. Now, I hope you guys listened to the pre-Thanksgiving podcast. I hope you guys tailed along because we won three out of four bets and cashed on three out of four of the DFS slates. We missed on the Bills-Lions showdown. However, we cashed in Giants-Cowboys, we cashed in Vikings-Patriots, and we cashed on the main slate for the bets. We hit the under in the Bills game, we hit the Bills money line, we hit the Cowboys money line, and we lost to Patriots plus three. Still think that Hunter Henry actually caught that ball and came down and had a touchdown there to tie the game. So I am a little bit bitter about that loss. Um... Those things, like those catch, I just don't understand it. Like, I almost feel like if that ball was caught and it was like the, on the 21-yard line and it was challenged, it would have been reviewed a catch. Only because it's the end zone, it feels like it changes rules. So now I know that's not actually true, but that's just the way it feels. It feels like we give extra scrutiny to these balls that shift a tiny bit when only when it's in the end zone. So I think the NFL needs to straighten that out yet we've been talking about them trying to straighten out the catch rule and determine what is a catch for centuries and that probably will never happen so let's move on let's forget about it let's still be happy that we were profitable in both betting and dfs and let's roll that over and that superstition of the fact that i gave out my full lineups and we cashed so i'm gonna do it again today uh, instead of going over the optimizer plays instead of going over who my core four is I'm just going to give you my entire lineup. I'm going to remind you guys, this is for cash games, for 50-50s and double up. Some of these plays are a bit chalk, especially the running back position for tomorrow. You got guys like Latavius Murray, Samaje P. Ryan, who are clearly going to get RB1 workload, who are just not priced that way. So they will both be in my lineup. Yes, they will both be in my lineup. Um, I'm going to give out the full thing, and I'm going to give out the bets that I'm on. I'm going to skip all the fluff in talking about all of the different games uh, and just give out my best bets. So for the bets that I'm on, I'm on the Denver Broncos money line. I am on the Jets money line. I am on the Steelers money line. And those are the only three that I still feel comfortable giving out based on the way that the line has moved. Again, follow me on Twitter because I tweet them all out when I first take them or join the Sports Ethos Wager Pass and Discord channel so you can get all the write-ups as well. But right now, based on the way the odds have moved, I don't want to review all the betting trends right now because Saturday is always a quick episode. Uh, those are the three that I'm on and I still feel comfortable backing. Broncos, money line. Jets money line, Steelers money line. Two favorites and a dog. And the dog is is Mike Tomlin going against Jeff Saturday. So it's more like I'm backing the coach in that primetime Monday night Steelers-Colts matchup. Okay, let's talk about DFS and let's just give you guys the full lineup. At quarterback, I will be playing Patrick Mahomes. Um, We don't have Josh Allen on this slate. We don't even have uh, Jalen Hurts on this slate. So for me, it's a clear spend up for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I always spend up on a quarterback. I will be doing no differently come week 12. For running backs, Samaj P. Ryan filling in for Joe Mixon. 
I'm going to be playing P. Ryan. He has good catch pass catching abilities. DraftKings is full PPR. I really like him. Uh, P. Ryan, 5.6K, and Jeff Wilson, 5.9K are my two running backs. Jeff Wilson seems to have taken over for Mostert as the lead back in Miami, and they're going this week against the Houston Texans, so they should be up a lot, and they should be running the ball a lot. Jeff Wilson Jr., we know that the Texans suck against the run game, so Jeff Wilson Jr. should do well, should feast and eat a lot. Uh, Love him here. Keenan Allen, without Mike Williams, Gerald Everett looks like he's going to play, but I don't think that's going to eat away too much from Keenan Allen. Keenan is 6,100 in a full PPR setting, and he's going against the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I think this could be a huge return game for Keenan Allen. Like, I'm talking like 13 receptions type of game. He is going to get peppered with targets. I would not be surprised if his conversion rate is insanely high. Uh, Him and Herbert have a good rapport. We need the Chargers to get back on track because they have a very easy late-season schedule. So we would be loving to get Keenan Allen right now and continue to play him quite a bit until he reaches like 7,300-ish, where he probably should be, especially with Mike Williams out of the lineup. That's a no-brainer play, Keenan Allen. Tyreek is my spend-up position player. Again, going against the Texans. And Tyreek has just been an absolute monster this season. So it's really hard to fade Tyreek. I'm going to play directly back into that. My last receiver also fits the PPR mold, also fits the betting angles that I'm on. It's Garrett Wilson, 4,300. Mike White is starting at quarterback. Joe Flacco is backing him up. We will see none of Zach Wilson. We know um, Garrett Wilson was you know, a little bit pissed off after the game last week. We go, you know, squeaky wheel, squeaky wheel gets the grease. I expect Wilson to be, again, peppered with targets, full point PPR situation, a game where the Jets are expected to win. The Bears defense is atrocious. So 4,300 Garrett Wilson is a no-brainer play for me as well. At tight end, I am playing Hayden Hurst. His routes run for every time Joe Burrow throws is just one of the highest rates of any tight end. I mean, I think that's a stat that we're hearing consistently through the fantasy world this season is Hayden Hurst is running routes like an elite tight end, like Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews level. Um, Jamar Chase was a late scratch. We know Mixon is out. So look for uh, Hayden Hurst to be very involved for this Bengals team. I still like the Bengals in this game. I can't decide if I'm going to bet on the Bengals. The injuries have shifted the line from what was Bengals minus two and a half to Bengals minus one. They are still favored on the road in Tennessee against a good Titans team. It's a very fishy line, but you guys know me. I like saying, smells like fish. I'll play into the fishy line and take the Bengals here. I'm thinking about it. If I do it, I'll tweet it out. The injuries to Chase and Mixon certainly scared me off quite a bit. Um, Latavius Murray, $5,000 is my flex play. He had 21 touches last week. He's taken over as the clear RB1 for the Denver Broncos with Melvin Gordon. Cut and Chase Edmonds shipped to IR. Uh, Latavius can catch the ball. And Latavius is going to be clearly the goal line back here against the Carolina Panthers. The over-under in this game is like 35, 36 points. So it's really nothing. But I do think that means a lot of work for Latavius. I think if he's going to get 20 opportunities, he could, in a full PPR setting, get one touchdown, five catches, and be close to 20 PPR points. So love playing Latavius. 
And then Chiefs D is going to be my defense. They are like 16-point favorites against the Rams at this point. Absolutely crazy. Uh, we know the Rams are playing, I think, Bryce Perkins as their starting quarterback. And whenever you get a new quarterback with a new offensive line and also a mobile quarterback, here's what happens. The quarterback will be you know, shifting around the pocket, and the offensive line won't know which direction to block because they don't know where the quarterback is. We saw this happen with Justin Fields early this season where the stack rate was crazy. We saw this happen with Kyler Murray. We saw this happen with Russ Wilson in his Seahawks career and was the reason why he always blamed the offensive line. The offensive line hated him. They're like, dude, you're the most impossible quarterback to block for because you're scooting around left and right. So Bryce Perkins is going to be scooting around, and I think the Chiefs are going to take advantage of the Rams' already dreadful offensive line play this season and get home and get a few sacks and create some plays. Uh, interceptions, all that stuff is going to be abundant. I think Chiefs' defense is the no-brainer play for this week. So that is my full team, and those are the three bets that I'm on mentioned earlier. I hope you guys follow along, and I will talk to you next Tuesday. And as always, peace out. Baby, 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 baby,